Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining for the Mompreneur Guide podcast. I am so excited to have you here and to have my amazing guest, Marissa, with us. Marissa Lonick is the founder of Mama Work It. She's a working mom of four kids, a native New Yorker, and she now lives in California. She's a self-proclaimed time momager, and she helps busy moms juggling life, mom life, work life, wife life, fill in the blank life via her books, courses, and coaching programs. Her time management and goal achievement strategies have helped the most overwhelmed moms turn their dreams into reality, even when they thought they had no time to make any of it happen. Marissa, thank you so much for being here. And I would love for you to tell us more about yourself and more about your journey into becoming a mompreneur just like us. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here today. Okay. So I guess for me, my journey as a mompreneur started while I was working full-time as a corporate executive. And I think a lot of moms often begin their entrepreneurial journey in this way because they've either got the entrepreneurial bug or they're craving more freedom in their schedule or finances or both. And for me, that's really how I started. So I had had this blog, this mom blog that I was writing as a creative outlet prior to that. And again, that was just for me to sort of write about mom life, working mom life, help out another mother out there Mm -hmm. who maybe needed advice or support. And I never really thought about it as a business. And after my third son was born, I went back to my corporate job and I was thinking about ways I could do something that would provide me more flexibility, that would really feed my soul, that would fulfill me on so many levels more than my career, which by the way, I really enjoyed, like, I loved my job. I loved the mission of the work I was doing. I loved the people I work with. What I didn't love was I didn't love commuting three hours a day. Mm -hmm. I didn't love leaving my babies for so long every day. I didn't love some of the things that went along with my lifestyle at the time. And I wasn't really in a position in that moment to just up and quit my job Mm -hmm. and build a business from the ground up. Because as we all know, it often takes time to really start seeing a profit when you start a business. So I was already pretty good at the time at managing my time, kind of Mm -hmm. achieving goals, being ultra productive. I mean, as mom life, you know, throws us into that often. And I decided to really use those skill sets to help other moms do the same thing, Mm -hmm. because I'd always get that question. Like, how do you have time to get that done? How do you do it? How do you do that? And so I really wanted to, to help other moms achieve this as well. So I started practicing what I was preaching in, in actually building my own business while I was working full-time. That is amazing. There are two things that really stick out to me from what you were saying. I mean, the whole story is just exactly what you expect of most mompreneurs. It's you don't have the freedom and you're loving what you're doing. You love being, having both. I mean, I think a lot of us overachievers, I think we're similar in that way where we're go-getters. Um, we want to have both. We want to have that time with our kids, but we also want to do our mission and be creatively stimulated. I mean, at the end of the day, our kids are going to need us less. And so I think a lot of us don't want to end up on the other side, like 
I'm an individual, but I don't know who I am anymore. So I love right. that you took the steps to go from doing what you loved, but doing it in a way that fit for you best. I'm all about that. Um, I'm reading a book right now. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's by Susie Moore. I can't remember the full name of it, but essentially it's side hustle. And it's a lot of a similar experience to yours where it goes doing it, making sure you're comfortable and then transitioning it over once you have that stability. I have heard of Susie. I haven't read her book, but I I can imagine it's a plethora of great information because she is so. Exactly. Yeah. It's been so interesting because I came from a family of entrepreneurs and a mompreneur. And so I started my business in high school and then I had like more corporate jobs, but all before I had my kids. So I love hearing those stories like in Susie's book and like you're saying where you you realized what you wanted and you were able to take those steps to do it. That's very um, inspirational and a different side than I have. The other thing that I love that you said is the whole, it takes time, which flows into that. I think so often you hear these stories of like Sarah Blakely and all these other people who make these amazing businesses, but we forget that all the little nitty gritty details, just like when you raise your kids, you forget about all of the stuff that happens in those first three months and it goes by so quickly. And so I love that you mentioned it as well, because I think that in itself could be a whole other podcast of just the timeline of businesses. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And you know, all those people will tell you, I've read Sarah Blakely's story. I've read Mm -hmm. Oprah's story. I mean, so many successful women out there will tell you like, how they were running things in the beginning was nowhere near, you know, where they are now. Right. And how many times they failed and how many times they were uncomfortable. And, you know, I'll say for the moms who are starting their business while, while working Mm -hmm. full-time or part-time or while sort of still having a job, you're never going to feel a hundred percent comfortable leaving that job Mm -hmm. to go all in on your business. Like, it'll never be a hundred percent where like, you're like, oh, okay. Now I'm, you know, a hundred percent comfortable and I can do it. And I'm, you're always going to have that doubt no matter what. So it's just more about, are you comfortable enough Mm -hmm. feeling that doubt and working through that fear to go all in? Or do you, do you know, do you want to give it a little more time or do you need to do do a little bit more like inner work to get there? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me um, in your processes, I'm all about like figuring out your goals and getting really, really clear and allowing that to help you with your decisions, with your time management and the things you talk about. Do you subscribe to a similar philosophy or, or share a bit of that with us? Yeah, absolutely. I think clarity is super essential Mm -hmm. um, because as I like to say, if you don't know what you even want to do with your time, you're going to just end up wasting it away, right? You're going to pick up your phone and scroll. You're going to procrastinate. You're going to watch Netflix. You're going to, and not that these things are bad. I mean, Mm -hmm. listen, we all need that downtime to like give our brain a break, but when you're clear on exactly, you know, what you want to do, whether that's building your business or, growing your business or gosh, anything like self-care, whatever it is that you want to fill that time with, you're much more easily able to schedule that in, hold yourself accountable and actually get it done at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about the practical hacks and tips and things like that. I'm also more about the mindset shifts and, you know, ensuring that you're not, you're not kind of like living in this moment of, unhappiness or unfulfillment and waiting for the happiness and fulfillment to find you. Like 
you have to make the best of the situation you're in. And just because you do that, that doesn't mean you don't want more. That doesn't mean you're not looking to get more. That doesn't mean your dreams of, you know, leaving that job and starting your business or growing your business are not there. It just means you're not measurable on your way to get there. Right. So like for me, that mindset shift is really important because I mean, of course, in time management, you have to be a planner. That's you have to plan some things. It's just part of what it is, but you don't have to kind of always be in this state of mind where you're looking and planning ahead and you're not actually living in the present. Cause then you're going to wake up and turn around one day and your kids are going to be teenagers and you're going to be like, Oh my God, I didn't even enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I've just always been looking to build and grow and what the next step has been. So I think there's a fine line between the two. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, in my mompreneur with ease method, my free audio training that I share, I talk about the same thing. Like my three pillars that make mompreneurship as easy as possible are strategy, support, and self-care. But when it comes to strategy, yes, specific strategies are helpful, but at the end of the day, having a strategic mindset, I think is really helpful so that you can be intentional and intuitive and very discerning with what you do, how you, you spend your time, what your priorities are. So I love to hear that we are totally kindred spirits here. <laughs> yes. We're so in sync. I love yes. it. <laughs> so, okay. Tell us, give us the scoop on your strategy, the way that you've got your strategic mindset going and how that can help us be more present and productive mompreneurs. Give us the scoop. Yes. Yes. So, okay. I'm with you on the clarity. You have to know how you want to spend your time. Like I said, or you will absolutely end up wasting it and feeling kind of icky at the end of the day. Like you got nothing done. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having a positive mindset is really important. And when I say that, I don't mean that you're just positive 24 seven. That's, that's not what I mean. And that's not really possible, sustainable. Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't really feel good either, to be honest. So what I like to say about having a positive mindset is like, you're able to really see the lesson. You're able to really see the silver lining. You're really able to take whatever happens in life and kind of turn it around into an opportunity or into a moment of reflection or into, you know, a lesson learned like, okay, next time I'm going to plan this a little bit more, you know, a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. So something super simple you can do with regards to that Mm -hmm. is replace the words have to, and your vocabulary with the words get to. Yeah. So let's say you are like in my case, I was a a full-time corporate executive building this business for three years. Mm -hmm. I could have told myself and I was writing a book during that time. Okay. So I could have told myself when I was writing that book, Oh, I have to write tonight. I had, I made a goal that I'm going to write for 30 minutes every night. Oh, I have to write. I'm so tired. I don't feel like doing this. How about, no, I get to write tonight. Like I have found this passion. I have found this outlet that I love and I'm setting aside this time and not filling it with anything else. I get to sit here uninterrupted. The kids are sleeping. It's quiet. And I get to work on this incredible book that I'm so excited to share with the world. So like just shifting that one word and how you're going through life and kind of living really allows you to feel more in control of your time, of your schedule. It allows you to feel like you're running the day. The day isn't running you because you're, you're making those choices. You get to do those things. You don't have to, you get to. Yeah. I think that is huge because again, I think most mompreneurs are goal getters. We are overachievers and 
if you're like me, you're a control freak. And so anything that we can do, sometimes it has to be trick your brain because at the end of the day, we cannot control everything, but that little tweak make, will make such a difference. I, I know just thinking about that, I get to versus I have to, the energy and the feeling behind get to versus have to. It's like, I'm sitting up in my seat as we're having this conversation versus yeah. like shrinking down. So I love that shift and it's so easy that people can implement just remembering to do it again and again, maybe writing it on a post-it note in your office. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. and maybe on the fridge too, when the kids are screaming at you. <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh, and it's, it's like, it's like any muscle, like the more you use it, the stronger it's going to get. So mm-hmm. like catching yourself saying it, I have one other thing, you know, super simple step you can do is yeah. I hear like the four most common words I hear moms say almost all the time when it comes to time. Do you want to guess them? I mean, I'm sure you can. Yeah. I'm going to guess I don't have enough. I can't do it. Maybe some like mom guilt thing in there. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's the one I hear most often is just, I don't have time, Mm -hmm. right? Like I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have time to, you know, read that book I want to read whatever it is, right. You just, you fill in the blank with that often and probably more than you should. And the truth of the matter is the more you tell yourself that, the more you say that out loud, the more you believe it. And the more it feels like your truth and what's actually happening around you. So if you can stop saying that, if you can shift that, um, and what I like to replace this with is it's not a priority to me instead of, I don't have time. And one of two things will happen if you start doing that shift. So let's say it's working out. I don't have time to work out, right? You could say that, or you could say working out isn't a priority to me. So If you say that out loud, you're either going to feel like, well, that's true. Working out right now isn't a priority to me. I have two little kids at home. I don't sleep through the night. I'm exhausted. It's just not something I can carve out time for in this season that I'm going through. And you kind of feel like a little better about the fact that maybe you're not working out, right? You feel less guilty about it. You feel like, okay, yeah, I'm making that conscious decision and that's fine for right now. It's not going to be forever. It's just for this season I'm in. Or you say that out loud, working out isn't a priority to me. And you immediately feel like, ew, that's not true. I value my health like a thousand percent. This was part of my life before I had kids. Like I want it to be part of my life right now. I'm going to make it a priority. Like I'm going to shift things around in my day and my schedule. And I'm going to ensure I prioritize this because it is important to me. So I think even making that quick shift in how you're, you're thinking about the amount of time that you have and how you're prioritizing things can make a huge impact in how you're spending your time. I love that. I think the same way too. So I love that you just said that because people will ask me too about like prioritizing things. And my thought is exactly everything that you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. And that's okay because when you're clear and you know what you want to do, then it makes it really easy to say yes and no with certainty. And at the end of the day, you're right. It's prioritizing. It's just knowing what is important to you and that it's okay to do whatever works for you. I'm all about that. So I am tracking that with you. Um, And I think what's interesting about what you said, what I wrote down was it's like a, almost like a visceral reaction of your body right away telling you like, this is the clarity that you need. It's like Mm -hmm. going back to that beginning. The one question you can ask yourself is it's not a priority. And then it'll tell you yes or no, if it is or isn't. So I love that. 
Another thing about that too, I am also right now listening to Kathy Heller's book, Quit Your Day Job. Or yes, yes. I've yeah, I forget to that. exactly how it's phrased. That's a good read. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a good one. And she talked about um, how you were saying, like when you have no time, then it almost puts you in this rut of feeling like you have no time when you do. And she was saying that she did some research and like neurologically your brain does something that when you start to say stuff to yourself, whether it's true or not, it believes it more and more. And the more and more you say it, the more and more it believes it, it like creates neural pathways or something like that. Clearly. Oh, yeah. There's a science behind it. It's not <laughs> yes. just woo woo. Yeah, it, absolutely. Exactly. So that's exactly what just came to my mind. So I love that you talked about that because I think again, as, as mom entrepreneurs, when we know the importance of it. And we definitely know that, but then hearing the science too is super helpful. So the three things that us mompreneurs should do to get our time more in order is having that clarity, because if you don't, then you can end up wasting it. It's having that positive mindset, which is really like seeing the full picture of things and doing that high level view, whatever you're saying yes or no to right now, it's a season. It's okay. Um, and then also asking yourself when it comes to your time, do you really not have the time or is it just not a priority? Was there anything yes. I was missing there in that strategy? No, I think those are three great takeaways. That's so great. And real quick, before we go into the rapid fire questions, I want you to tell us what are those buckets of how people can get more support with you for the time management piece? Of course. Yeah. So there's lots of ways to work with me. Um, I have two books that are available on my website, which is mamaworkit.com, M-A-M-A, workit.com, or on Amazon. And they are time management, how to get the time you need to do the things you want, or my journal planner, which is Word to Your Mother, A Mama's Guide to Journal Today, and Slay Tomorrow. And those are great resources and tools available. Um, you know, if, you, if you're into reading or you like journaling and, and having a paper planner available, I think they're great. Other than that, um, I have courses. I have the Get More Time Project, which is a course you do on your own pace at your own time, all about kind of, you know, getting organized, getting, getting systems in place, shifting mindset and beliefs version of what we're chatting about um, mm -hmm. today and what the book talks about. And, and then I do coaching. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do group coaching programs. And I'm even more excited to share. Can I share about the free experience? Yes, I have yeah, go up? for it. And I wanted to mention it again at the end too. Yes. Okay. So August 9th, I'm hosting a free five-day experience called Time Management, Go From Overwhelmed to Empowered, Even If You're a Busy AF Mama. So this is going to be five days of live trainings of support of community. We have VIP upgrades are available. If you'd like to do that, where we're going to do really interactive diving deep into topics and doing more coaching on that. And these are all recorded. They're all sent to you via email. So this isn't something you have to feel like, Oh, that's the week of this. That's the week of that. So I really would love to have you there. If you're looking to level up how you're managing your time, your schedule, and you just want to be able to find more of it to do the things that you love. I love that. Yeah. So if people want more support with time management, they've got your book. If they want to just consume the content on their own, they've got the course. If they want to take it up a notch and get a little bit more support. And then if they want the full immersive experience to get started with the free experience and learn the basics and then take it to the next level, I think everybody who's listening will definitely need that. 
Um, before we wrap things up, I do have a couple of rapid fire questions for you that I love to hear your answers on. Okay. I'm Are ready. ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. So, you know, I'm all about strategy, support, and self-care. So let's first start with strategy. Besides your personal time management strategies, tell us what your favorite strategy is to help you be more present and productive. Okay. So I use my own tool, my journal planner pretty religiously. I think Mm -hmm. this is such a great system. It takes me 15 minutes every night. Mm -hmm. Um, I do it the night before because it helps me sleep better because I can feel like I have my day organized the next day Mm -hmm. and I'm able to really reflect on the current day and feel like, okay, what went well today? What didn't, how was I feeling? Did I really embody the word? I I try and choose a word every day that I really Mm -hmm. wanted to embody that day. So Mm -hmm. I love that as being one of my favorite strategies. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I practice what I preach. So Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a a little bit about the prompt in there. Is it more of like you're journaling on how your day went? Is it a mix of like that and tomorrow's to-do list? Can you walk us through that a little bit? Yes. Yes. So I'm going to say right now, I, as much as I love to write, I was not like a journaler before Mm -hmm. I created this tool. And so like, this is kind of like the journal for non-journalers, right? Because I used to be that person that'd be like, I don't have time to journal. Like (laughs) I got things to do, right? Like I'm a doer. Uh So this is not like one of those journals where you have to feel intimidated by it. It's got some prompting questions. Absolutely. The journal part is made for you to end your day feeling proud, feeling accomplished, not feeling defeated. Like the day ran you right. Mm -hmm. It's meant to show you patterns in kind of the habits you're forming and how you're feeling about how things are going each day. Um, and it's meant to hold you accountable, right. To ensure that you're getting the things that you wanted to get done actually done. So that takes just a few minutes. And then the other part of that exercise every night is spending some time. Yes. Planning the next day. And it's about planning I think you'll love this, Megan, because you Mm -hmm. do incorporate self-care a lot into your strategy, as do I. So it's about planning three and only three important Mm -hmm. things you'll hold yourself accountable to get done that day. These can be, you know, bigger things, but I'd like to always break down big goals into small steps. Mm -hmm. So typically I'll say, you know, three absolute things you have to get done. And then there are things you must do for yourself, because I think it's important to do something nice for yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. So it reminds moms who are the most selfless people out there to, to spend some time on self-care every day, do something for their mind, do something for their body, do something for their soul. It reminds them of the important things. They just have to get off their to-do list and get mm-hmm. done. And it, it encompasses a word. It makes you kind of select a word every day that you want to, you want to really embody and practice Some days my word is really like powerful and motivating, like slay, (laughs) go getter, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and some days my word is like rest Mm -hmm. or fun or happy. And it reminds me to smile more or just things like that, that maybe I'm lacking in that particular, you know, week or season that I'm going through. Yeah. I love that. That sounds like an amazing tool that in addition to everything else you have, people should definitely go get, especially if you're not a journaler. I know that can be a a challenging thing. So it sounds like you've made it really easy. Um, On that self-care note, the next question I was going to ask you is what is your go-to self-care routine? Yes. Um, This is more like of a habit routine that I have formed over the past few years. And that's just my morning routine. 
like a solid morning routine for me is it, it gets my whole day, like on a good track, Mm -hmm. right? I know I start it with energy. I start it with the right sort of headspace, not feeling overwhelmed or nervous or anxious for all the things I have to get done that day. Mm -hmm. So I really ensure like when I wake up, I don't look at my phone. The first thing I don't check Mm -hmm. my social media first thing or email. I do my morning routine. Um, and I did a podcast episode actually about like my 10 best tips for morning routine. So if that's something you're interested in learning yes. more about, I would highly recommend you listen to that. Cause mm-hmm. I've got some really good tips in there and they don't take a super long time. Cause mm-hmm. I know a lot of our kids when they're little, they don't like to sleep in. Right. <laughs> so exactly. we're already waking up pretty, pretty early for them. So, yeah. you know, a lot of things you can do are super quick and easy and they just get your day off to a really great start. Yeah. I will definitely link that episode in the show notes. Can you tell us a few of the things that you like to do in your morning routine? I think people are always curious about that. Yes. Yes. So I do my best and I don't work out every morning, but I Mm -hmm. do my best most mornings to get a workout in and it can be super quick. Sometimes it's 20 minute, like YouTube workout, Mm -hmm. my go-to sometimes it's, you know, like a 30 minute run or walk or whatever, Mm -hmm. but something right. Um, I, I don't know if you're a coffee drinker. I know a lot of moms are, but (laughs) I always ensure I hydrate before I drink a cup of coffee in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I like to do like a warm cup of water with a little lemon in it. Mm -hmm. That's like just a really good, powerful way to ensure my body's got some hydration. Mm -hmm. And before I have any sort of caffeine or anything, I don't check my phone or social media. I don't Mm -hmm. absorb any news in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like I like to actually pair my workout if it's not something I'm following like a video or something. If it's Mm -hmm. just a walk or run or something, I can be really in my own head. I like to pair that with listening to like a podcast, listening to an audio book. I rarely Mm -hmm. read a real book these days. I'm always listening to my content. So (laughs) I like to do that. And I like to just like fill my head in the morning with positive things, Mm -hmm. you know? So whether that's like saying affirmations, whether that's, you know, taking the time to absorb some content that's really Mm -hmm. going to set a good tone for my day. Mm -hmm. I like doing that. That's awesome. I love all of that. Side question for that. When you listen to books and audio, do you listen to it at normal speed or do you speed it up? Oh, I speed it up. (laughs) Like so many of (laughs) us are like Not too fast because I don't like to listen to like a mousy kind of voice, like yeah, it's yeah. like awkward, but I listened to it on like 1.25 or okay, like yeah. 1.5 at max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was listening the other day. Um, I, there was something where I like had listened multiple times and I just needed to find what I was looking for. And I had it at two X and my husband has to like really focus when he listens to things. And he was like, how do you even understand? I was like, I just need to consume the content fast. It's fine. <laughs> it's so oh, funny. Wow. Two X is impressive. No, I can't yeah. do that. <laughs> just on, just on some things, like I was listening to a book and she ta- she spoke really slowly. Oh yeah. And I was like, sometimes okay, we got to speed do. this up. Yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah. they do. That's true. But it was, I feel it- like they often do actually in books. And I, I had to catch myself when I was recording my own audiobook mm-hmm. to not speak too fast because I'm like, if anyone listens to this, like I do, they're going <laughs> to. They're going to be slow it down. Exactly. <laughs> it's just so funny how like men and women are different in that aspect. Like my husband could not handle that. And then every mom I talk to, every mompreneur I talk to has like, has to go through it as fast as possible. Right, All right. Two right. more quick questions for you. One, what is the number one essential support you have that you could not live without? Oh, okay. My digital calendar. Yes. I know that's kind of lame, but it mm-hmm. is my family, of course, mm-hmm. and my coach. Yes. I love my coach. 
I, oh, I totally, having a coach is always so helpful. And then the calendar, I always tell people, if you don't put it in your calendar or for me, if I don't put it in my calendar with a reminder, it's not going to happen. Oh yeah. If it's not scheduled, it's not real. Totally. No, it's not going to (laughs) happen. Awesome. All right. Last but not least, tell me your most stereotypical mompreneur moment. Think like kids running through a zoom call with underwear on their head. What's your craziest story? Oh my God. Okay. Well, I feel like we had one during this podcast (laughs) when my isn't too crazy. Which, Your son just popped in. That was no big. Popped in. Um, but so many. Let me think. Okay. Pandemic wise, like during the pandemic. Yeah. I feel like uh many days I was looking very polished, like from the waist up mm-hmm. with a clean wall behind me, like mm-hmm. on Zoom calls, but everything below and around me was just like a hot mess, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I so appreciate it. Everybody who's listening, if you are listening to this as it's currently happening, make sure to go to timemomagementfree.mamaworkit.com so that you can be part of the Time Momagement free five-day experience with all the fun stuff that she has going on, giveaways, Uh, extra coaching, that is the place that I think you're going to want to get started. If you're listening to this after that event has happened, just head to the mamaworkit.com website so you can find her books, her courses, her coaching, and whatever new fun things she has going on then. Marissa, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. And I hope that we can get together on something else again soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a great conversation. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Want more? Head to themompreneurguy.com to grab my personal framework for living a present and productive life and to hear my real-time ahas on Telegram. See you next time.